0: You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy Welcome to another episode of Dummies on the Dirt Clod, where I get to highlight some stunts from stupid people here on this dirt clod out in space. Hi, I'm Eric Lane. And, well, if uh, to keep in mind as you're listening to some of these uh, dummies, I also do another podcast about more stupid people in St. Eric Lane's Stupid World of lots of tales of stupidity coming out twice a week. You can subscribe on any of your podcast platforms. I have a bonus episode every Wednesday. It features my insane weekend review and the weekly genius awards that highlights the dumbest stunts over the week. Every weekend, you'll get to hear my weekend podcast with my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guero, which you'll get to hear a little bit of coming up in the next segment. We have some stupid stories from Florida and beyond. If you like our little bit bit back and forth in the next segment, you'll definitely like to hear more of it in the other podcast. But nevertheless... um, Be sure and check that out if you have a chance. But here's just some of the things that some of these dummies are doing. Actually, I don't know whether to call these kids dumb or brilliant. It's amazing how devious kids can be when they want something, especially if it's tech-related. There's a couple in England that recently found out that their two sons were pulling a fast one to try to get more cell phone time. The sons' names are Ben and Fabian. Their stepbrothers, both of which are 14 years old which that in itself, 14-year-old stepbrothers, that's a recipe for disaster. Well, anyway, their parents recently added a new rule in the house, no phones after 9 p.m. Well, as you might guess, they didn't cozy up to the idea, obviously. So they come up with a deviant plan to trick their parents. They're gonna make fake cell phones that they can use as dummies. (laughs) they printed out two pictures of an iPhone They cut the pictures out, then taped each one inside of a cell phone case, and then stuffed some paper in there to kind of get the weight right, and then pretended that was their phone. They handed them over at 9 o'clock sharp and said they wouldn't use them anymore, and then went galloping back up to their room to use their real phones. And it worked. Well, for a few hours. (laughs) Their parents thought it was kind of weird, that they handed them over without any argument. Hmm, I think we smell a rat. Then later, well, maybe toward the end of the night, I guess, Mom was getting ready to go to bed and noticed a small piece of tape sticking out of one of the cases. And, well, she realized what they did. In fact, Mom was so impressed, she couldn't even get mad. But now she double-checks just to make sure. Okay, give credit where credit's due, I guess, right? Well, here's some credit for some interesting marketing for an interesting segment of society. You know, there's all kinds of sports bars, especially like in the state college area. You find sports bars everywhere, you know, with all the Penn State fans. But, well, there's a very unique one that's opening in Portland, Oregon. Uh, It's exclusively a feature of women's sports. It's what it'll be, all women's sports. And it's got a fantastic name, the sports bra. The owner is a chef named Jenny Nguyen, or Nguyen, there we go. Anyway, she she says she was inspired because 40% of all athletes are women, but 96% of the athletes on TV are men. She believes that this is the first sports bar to exclusively feature women's sports, both on TV and in the decor. They're also working with female partners to get local food, as well as an all-women-operated distillery to get spirits, for cocktails now the timing was perfect the ncaa final four women's matchups were held on the same day that they opened up you know louisville versus south carolina and uconn faced off against stanford the place already even had some hype the kickstarter campaign raised over a hundred thousand dollars twice what they were looking for and during the campaign jenny made it clear this is not a sports bar for women but a bar for women's sports get that right They're welcoming everybody, of course, and the place is even kid-friendly, for better or worse, I guess. So be sure and check out the sports bra. (laughs) So here's something, though, I'm sure we all can identify with. Getting spam texts. Oh, I hate those things, you know? Um, And there is a number you can forward spam texts to that AT&T has that you can report spam, and they try to do something about it, but I don't know if it's really working. But here's something that might be a bit disconcerting. If you get a spam message that comes from your own phone number, well, that may not be a good thing. Actually, Verizon says it's getting reports of these kinds of texts in which the scammers are actually cloning customers' own phone numbers and making it even trickier to avoid the texts. Verizon and other experts say that, well, since you really can't block your own phone number, the best course of action for now is to just don't click any of the links sent in those texts and, of course, delete the message as well. And you might also consider filing a your number is being spoofed complaint with the Federal Communications Commission Verizon says it's working on the issue trying to get to the source of the, to prevent any further messages. And, well, know that if it does happen to you, just remember, don't panic. Your actual phone number has not been hijacked. It's just been subjected to technological impersonation. And while I'm on the subject, here's some extra free bonus information. You've seen people on Facebook that says, I've been hacked, don't accept any friend requests from me. Look, folks, don't don't worry about this. Here's the simple way to to get around this. Okay, somebody has made a fake profile of you because your profile picture is public. So therefore, it's pretty easy to, you know, copy, download and start a new um, profile. But what you need to do is make all of your friends not public. You need to go to your Facebook privacy settings and change the privacy settings for your friends list to either only me or friends only. Do not make your friends lists public. Okay. See, when you do that, the spammers might be able to create a fake profile with your profile picture, but they won't have any of your friends to try to send friend requests to because they can't see them because they're not public. And that'll solve the problem. You haven't been hacked. You just have a very visible friends list. We had an interesting uh, start to the week because, you know, um, the wife sometimes likes to go out on some of the date nights. And so she let me plan a date this one time. So um, I found a... Yeah. Well, I found out I I like, you know, these touristy places I get, you know, a lot of I follow Facebook groups and stuff of various things that you can, you know, like the the undiscovered parts of Pennsylvania,
1: you see. Mm -hmm. Well, so you're talking about pretty much all of Pennsylvania.
0: Pretty much. Exactly. So. So, yeah, since uh, she kind of put me in
1: charge. So you you say that you like the touristy places.
0: Well, kind of. But then like simultaneously
1: the undiscovered places.
0: Well, yeah, and, and most tourists like to go to places where there's not a whole lot of other tourists, you know. How-
1: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you see the contradiction I'm talking, well, right? Like- I'm, but I am a contradiction. Don't you know this already?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so anyway, I found this place, and I thought, you know what? Since I'm planning the date night, this is perfect. Um, there's a little place probably about, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes from where we live here, right off of Interstate 80, in the fat, big middle of nowhere, which is pretty much anywhere on Interstate 80. Um, But it's in a little town... This sounds like the beginning of a Courage the
1: Cowardly Dog episode.
0: (laughs) Well, but let's just say, when you get off the exit, it looks more like a Steven Spielberg episode. Okay. You you get off of Interstate 80, and there's like nothing around. Okay. It's in a little town called Loganton, Pennsylvania. And about a mile off of I-80 is this quaint little diner and the name of the diner it was named after um well uh, a, a cb term citizens band radio term that was used a lot in the movie smoky and the bandit it's
1: uh called the choke and puke diner oh my gosh <laughs> now is this a gay bar or a steakhouse
0: <laughs> well i don't know it kind of on, um <laughs> So but but I saw this place and, and I, I I actually sent it to, to my wife and I said, I think I found a place for us to, to go on date night. And of course it stirred it, it stirred up a whole mess of comments. <laughs> I, I bet. Okay. Oh yeah. So and I'm getting people asking, have you taken your wife to the choking puke yet? Okay. Oh my so goodness. We finally went went for breakfast. Okay. That sounds like a bad
1: euph- euphemism. euphemism. <laughs>
0: Well, surprisingly, you couldn't find a place to park. It was jammed packed full of people. It's just a small little place. It's like an old ice cream shop. You know, you go and have a little ice cream cone, you know. So the only place for us to sit was right at the counter, which literally looked right across to the stove where two little ladies were busy cooking up breakfast for everybody. Okay. And when I say the place was packed, I said maybe the place had about 30 people
1: so 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 going back to your steven spielberg this would just be the symbolism like the parking lot would be yeah. the sy- symbolic for the meal that you were about to consume pretty much, where P- soon pretty much. your <laughs> mouth and and throat would be as full as that parking lot was and soon that parking <laughs> lot's going to empty out like yeah Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, actually, it was – the food was actually pretty good. I actually had biscuits and gravy. I figured, you know what? If they can do it like Grandma Ruby, then that's a good place to eat, okay? And believe it or not, it scored a five-star with both of us. I mean, we were like, wow. I mean, even my wife took a spoonful of the gravy. She's like, this is really good. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, so. We, we And, of course, there's no signs anywhere on 80 that you're going to get off and go to the Choke and Puke. You just kind of have to
1: know where it is. <laughs> so, I, you might accidentally get the wrong clientele if they put signs <laughs> yes, up there. That's
0: exactly mm-hmm. right. So, yes, I so I took my wife on a date night to the Choke and Puke. And so that has gotten everybody, even my pastor, he knew where it was. He says, oh, yeah, we passed that place on our way to my favorite donut shop and he says and i i choose those words deliberately
1: <laughs> oh my gosh uh, the, uh, oh my goodness um well i i can only imagine the name of the donut shop that's around there too. Well, but it probably yeah. has something to do with the with a uh, donut holes and and well yeah but yeah.
0: The, the, we went to the donut shop too it's it's a run by a bunch of amish and you know they know how to really Put the cholesterol in those donuts
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I i mean i guess you know without the 5g and technology the cholesterol doesn't actually work right it's, it, that's exactly um, right it's exactly <laughs> right <laughs> well, so, we, we've been planning birthdays here we've got three birthdays coming up in my household that's right uh, out of three people that live in my household <laughs> it's back to back to back um, six days apart so my birthday's in and and uh actually oh my gosh it's like a week um, yeah. oh, it's going much sooner than I thought. And, and then exactly six days after that, my son, and then exactly six days after that, my wife. Wow. And so we we're trying to get this whole Peppa pig themed birthday because <laughs> my son's <laughs> obsessed with Peppa pig right now. <laughs> he just Loves it. Uh, and you know, and, and so some of this, um, well, you know, Mrs. Poncho, she's, she's starting to kind of, uh, now. Most a lot of people are going to think this is silly, but this is a lot for her. she, she, thinks it's a big deal that she's about to turn 27 because that's officially the back half of the twenties. Now it's you're that's not right. in like your mid twenties. You're like, Oh gosh, this is, is, this considered the back half of my twenties. Well, now, but I'm but turning 31. Well, here's and, here's, and so, yeah,
0: here's something else that you have to consider. It is technically known now that when you reach 27, you have peaked out as far as getting older. Now you begin to age specifically. I, you know,
1: I'm sure that that's going to only provide some comfort uh, to <laughs> Mrs. Poncho. But, you know, d- despite the fact that she's now in the back half of her 20s and, and I yeah. guess in and, and the next couple of weeks starting to, to hit, I, I guess, peak ripeness, uh, and yeah. it's, things are just going to get more squishy and bruised from this point yeah. on. Um, yes. yes. She's going to be I, in a.
0: She's going to be in a losing <laughs> battle with gravity.
1: <laughs> I um, aren't all of us though. So. <laughs> so despite all this, she. I. I probably still. I would have to say that her favorite show is probably still SpongeBob SquarePants, oh. and that's, that's not a lie. Uh, yeah. When we got married. And I'd come home from work. She was still in school. She worked part time, uh, and we was doing school still at the time. When we had gotten married almost five years ago, and so I'd come home uh, into at the time our little one bedroom apartment, and I I, like nine three three out of four times when I came home, SpongeBob SquarePants was playing. So (laughs) season one through four, one of somewhere in that range, it was always on that on Amazon Prime and. And and like we quote it, I mean we quote it on a daily basis. You know, I can
0: see now why my son likes Mrs. Poncho So much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. He, um, he no. had a,
0: he had one of those 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 little tents that would go on top of your bed, and uh, that uh-huh. was a SpongeBob SquarePant tent. You know, he could he could camp inside Squ- SpongeBob SquarePant.
1: I, I don't think that Mrs. Poncho likes it enough that she wants to get a canopy for our bed or anything. Yeah. But, well, um, th- this, this story made me, I couldn't help but laugh when I thought about this because I, I just have the, the slew of um, like of SpongeBob quotes that, that oh, we yeah. are always referencing. And so th- this is a story here of Tara. Now, mm-hmm. Tara, she's a divorced mom on TikTok and she tells her story of a nightmare situation where her Tinder date, joined her to get coffee while wearing slippers and spongebob pajamas now (laughs) from the from the sound of it it sounds like tara's you know maybe at least in the back 20s at least is what i would think right okay Um, Okay. well on top of this she was also a teacher and her students saw her on the date (laughs) (laughs) so now she'll be forever known as the the uh you know, the teacher that, that went on a date with the weird Spongebob guy. Um, uh. <laughs> online dating, it's becoming increasingly popular, but it's not really the easiest of worlds to navigate, especially when <laughs> yeah. you never really know who, who it is that you're going to meet with right. until you finally agree to see each other in person. Like, you know, or, or if you're being catfished, like, oh, it's it's a photo of me 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um now, eventually, the woman told her date that she couldn't see things working out between them and was shocked by the man's rude response. She she recalled, At the end of the date, I said politely, It was really nice to meet you, but I don't think I'm interested. And he tells me, Bitch, I wouldn't have driven all this way and worn my best wool slippers <laughs> if I'd have known it was going to end like this. <laughs> Something tells me that Tara may have dodged a bullet. Um, yeah. Also, the red flags may have been written all over him. Like, I wearing it the red flags on his sleeve... Um, mm-hmm. so to say. So mm-hmm. anyway, Tara's Tinder experience wasn't all bad. As she noted in the caption of her video that she stayed on the platform after this disastrous date and she met her current husband. Oh, well, I mm-hmm. mean, then, then they all lived happily ever after. I I, I suppose so there. I mean, there I... was no,
0: no mention of what his favorite cartoon character, though,
1: was. <laughs> I know, that's what I was wondering. I can't help but, you know, wonder if maybe this whole thing went south because maybe it's because you're ugly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's rough. well. At least they didn't hook up at the Krusty Crab.
1: i well, I um I well, Krusty Crab sounds like a place that you'd take your wife on a date. First of all, <laughs> yeah, I and, and uh, uh, to choke and puke. <laughs> the, oh my gosh! It, it's a uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I I was the the janitor on the SS Gourmet. Yeah. I was the cook on the SS Diarrhea.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, whenever my whenever <laughs> I was actually starting to date my wife, I, I met her not on the Internet, but it was actually through a, 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 the, just regular snail mail. Um, but, yeah. The, I, the classifieds. The, the classifieds, basically, and and it was a it was it was a, a a dating service. But let's just say I got her for half price. I always like saying that, you know, I got a fifty percent discount. But but I, I'm pretty sure though that any woman
1: that would be confronted with I, I a would tip. prefer a buy one get one free. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted a bogo. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, you don't really need a fork and knife or, or, or spoon for this, but maybe a straw. Uh, uh-huh. You know, maybe maybe they make a giant straw, then we could get a healthy alternative um, for this uh, in their next meal. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, I'm always about eating strange things. Right. And right. you'll try I, just about anything. Just about at least for the first time. If I've never tried it before, then, right. you know, you don't know if you like something or like, not. I no, like last, last things... week,
0: you, you actually said last week you would try the pizza ice cream, right?
1: I I would give it a try just to say that I have. And for the story. (laughs) Um, yeah, I I say that, you know, you don't know if you'll like something until you try it. Some things you do know that you're not going to like before you try it though. Like, Mm -hmm. like mustard soda, bad choice. (laughs) Um, well, cricket protein bar I had actually a few years ago and, uh, that was not bad. It was made with cricket meal and I've, I've had Mm -hmm. cricket brownies, mealworm cookies. And now I don't go and eat this stuff just because, but, I put myself in situations where strange food happens to be at the table, but I guess we'll see My say.
0: question, though, is you said cricket meal.
1: So that means it was ground up cricket, right? Yeah. Well, it's like a cr- cricket flower, I guess, is a different yeah. way of putting no, it. No, it that,
0: that doesn't count. No, 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 no. You got to go when Penn State University has their entomology mm-hmm. fair and the bug fair. And they actually have cricket brownies, and there's whole crickets mixed into the. Oh brownies. no, I, I've had cricket
1: brownies before.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> uh, now I've never had crickets this way. Okay, uh, and, and yeah, you, know, you know, juicing is kind of it. Was, there's a it was all the fad at one point, a yeah. couple years or a couple decades, I guess. At this point back, well, I've never thought about insects and bugs. Uh, you know, it, just in general, being the most appetizing of food items. But uh, let alone the most appetizing of beverages. Wait, so, uh, so you're talking about bug juice? Bug, uh, yeah, I'm talking about bug <laughs> juice, or or maybe uh, uh, beetle juice might be a different. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we get we got to say his name one more time before he shows up. So be be careful. Um, yeah. This doesn't stop a quarter of the Earth's population here. Okay, it's an estimated two billion people that actually eat bugs and insects on a daily basis. Uh, so it might be a little bit hard. It, it can be hard for the rest of us to wrap our heads around eating bugs and things. Or our mouths uh, for that matter. That's true. Especially when you get those giant desert tarantulas that people yeah, might they, roast and up. They, and the, well, um, they stick in your teeth a lot of times too. Uh, that, well, that's cricket brownies. You're going to get a lot of that too. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this doesn't change the fact too, that many insects are actually excellent sources of protein, fiber, and vitamins. Now, yeah. Despite my um, enjoying eating weird food, I'm going to take your word on this stuff, okay? Yeah, right. Well, there's a new study out in Italy that's found one more more reason to consider eating insects. Certain types are absolutely packed with antioxidants. Now, Mm -hmm. to be clear, researchers only analyze insects already commercially available for eating. So this study doesn't really advocate you going into your backyard or your garden for dinner. Now, of the edible insects analyzed, grasshoppers, silkworms, and crickets displayed the highest levels of antioxidants, almost five times more than fresh orange juice, actually. Hmm. And it's worth uh, noting here that all of those insects are vegetarians, while the oh, carnivorous yeah. bugs, such as like giant cicadas, water giant water bugs, and black tarantulas, black scorpions, they all display negligible antioxidant ratings. Hmm. So, Interesting. Um, yeah I guess so, that gives you a good reason to stay away from from uh, cicadas and tarantulas and water bugs in you well know, eating so so really, if you want to, if if you're going by this research, then John the Baptist really was not eating very healthy. Uh, you know I guess if he was eating the locusts there yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know uh, I, I, I think that like you know if you're gonna have cricket juice, is this something that you serve cold, hot, or lukewarm? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so if John the Baptist had had uh,
0: locusts and wild honey, maybe he should have just gone with crickets. Mm.
1: It would have probably been a little. Well, <laughs> imagine like putting crickets, just like a, a bunch of crickets in your coffee grinder, just grinding it up and pouring hot oh, water God. over it. You know, like I, I, I mean, where do you stop at this point? Cricket That's tea? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is
0: true. I don't think I'm gonna try that experiment. I know though I, I would be curious to find out whether or not Mrs. Poncho would see any health benefits of an insect diet. Oh not at all. sprinkle a few bugs on the next kale salad or something, you know. I, I do have some ask poncho questions, so maybe you can use that brain power to figure out the answers to some of these
1: questions. Well, I've got one here, too, and I, I don't know whether I should be proud of your daughter for you, anonymous mom, or, uh, you know, or if, if I should be ashamed. but this is from anonymous mom. She says, <laughs> my daughter is an extremely bright teenager in college. I just found one of her business cards, which basically states that she writes other students essays for money. Now I knew she was making money somehow, and I'm somewhat relieved that this is, that that it's this, but I also don't want her to get caught and get in trouble with the school and get kicked out. What should I do? Uh, Well, you do have a good point. I would rather have my daughter's brain pimped out over anything else. Pimped out. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I I mean, look. If it were me, I would throw the business. I, I would uh, I would put the business card somewhere where she could see it, uh, mm. and so she would know that I've seen it. And mm. it, now, if you're paying for her school, all the more reason that, <laughs> that I she she'd get laid into a little bit uh, by me in terms of the, that quitting because I'm not gonna let you get kicked out of school for something so dumb as that when you're that smart. And um, yeah, but uh, you know what? There is a certain level of of ingenuity that's going on, you know, entrepreneurship, right? Taking
0: advantage of the capitalistic society that we live in.
1: I I think that it would be more taking advantage of the laziness that Gen Z (laughs) or uh, Gen Zers have these days. The
0: thing about it is this, I mean, number one, that they're hiring you, you see what I'm saying, and then really you're just providing a service. You can't be blamed for something. I would go after the kid who paid you.
1: You know? Oh, oh, there's there's a lot of services out there that you could be blamed for <clears throat> and go go to jail. There's a lot of services that someone else pays people to do that could give you a, a felony and yes. a lifetime of uh, of incarceration. Guess, like, the, well, that and and just. Uh, Priors, I I guess we'll call it. Right, right, Mm. exactly.
0: So, well, hopefully, though, I guess, look, if if you're going to have a a kid make a little extra, you know, on a side hustle, I mean, for me, I would just say, you know, you're old enough to know better. uh, You can deal with the consequences. Unless, of course, I'm paying for the college, of course.
1: That's the kicker. Yeah. (laughs) That's the
0: kicker. If, if, if they were paying for their own or had like a student loan or something i'd say hey you know good luck <laughs> you know it's gotta let, mm-hmm. let you learn on your own you know well we've got a great story to uh, feature from right here in central pennsylvania and i love this story police officers uh, you know they got to contend with a lot of nonsense just to keep us all safe, right? So they even have to put up with white witchery. Apparently, <laughs> there's a there's a 74 year old woman in Hollidaysburg, PA. Her name is Celestia Barker. She was upset with the police because, well, she didn't like the fact that her grandson was hit with a felony drug charges. So she she said he only had a small amount of marijuana and a pipe. So then she herself decided she'd commit a felony of her own. She allegedly told a police officer that she practices white witchery and he'd be a target if he didn't drop those drug charges. Now, it's unclear exactly what white witchery is, but she suggested that it could push him down a flight of stairs or get him in a car accident. Well, the cop asked the woman if, well, are you threatening me? And she said, no, I was just making statements. Whatever that means. She asked, is there a law against making statements? Well, she was told, well, yes, there was. And then she proceeded to make another threat, saying the officers, quote, best be looking over their shoulder. Well, now she's facing a felony charge of threatening unlawful harm to a public servant. She was released on $10,000 bail. See if that white witchery can get her out of that. Anyway, (laughs) you can get a hold of me on Twitter if you want, at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And I check Twitter from time to time. I like to post a few tweets, but I also like to find some really good tweets to pass along. And here's that one I read from a Twitter user named House of Carbs at the handle at just underscore carbs. It says, hear me out. Dad bod strip club where normal looking topless men teach us how to use power tools and assemble furniture. While I might probably have the body for something like that, I certainly don't have the talent. Anyway, if you're craving for more, be sure to check out my other podcast, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. I got a lot more tales of stupidity, published twice every week. The midweek bonus episode every Wednesday features the weekly Insane Weekend Review and the Genius Awards highlighting the dumbest stunts over the week, the regular weekend episode, published every Saturday, has got more stupidity, again, featuring my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerro. So search it out and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can also find the most recent episode on the Rooster Crew page at Star. Now, you can go and subscribe and listen to it. Uh, Also, on your uh, mobile Facebook app, if you go to my Insane Eric Lane Facebook page on Android or Apple, just go to my Facebook page on your Facebook phone app and find the podcast tab there and you can subscribe. Not yet available for the uh, desktop Facebook versions yet. You can also get real-time updates with links to some of these stupid stories by joining the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World telegram messenger channel you can comment on what you've heard or read and share some of the stupidity with your friends so you can get that preview and download the telegram messenger app at t.me slash insane e-r-i-k-l-a-n-e and uh, enjoy that if you're listening to this particular podcast on your favorite podcast app don't forget to give it a five-star rating and if you feel led to do so write a really dumb review it just might convince folks this stuff is entertaining
1: me I mean?